Welcome to today's episode of CLCI Live, brought to you by the award-winning and ICF-accredited school, Certified Life Coach Institute. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, everybody. We are live on Facebook. Woohoo! It's been a while. It is. Uh, it's been what two or three weeks now since we've about yeah we've done this. Yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Um, today we are going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. I'm going to turn it over to Jerome. Before I do, I want to remind everybody to please comment, like, share, interact with us. We want to hear from you while we do this. Please, please, please. Jerome, it's all you. <laughs> we haven't even said what we are. We're Certified Life Coach Institute, by the way. <laughs> There's Jerome. <laughs> hello, everybody. I am Jerome, and we're happy to be back for another well, for the first CLCI Live of the year. So we're excited about that and kind of just run with the theme here. Um, as it being the beginning of the year, we know something very common around this time of the year is New Year's resolutions. And we are here to tell you why most of those always end in failure. So with that being said, we also want to kind of uh, give you guys a bit of an audible um, or some options as alternates to New Year's resolutions. So we're excited to get to that. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let our wonderful Lisa introduce herself and then we'll go ahead and hop right into it. You guys, we're excited to be back. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Um, we're excited about today's share because we want everybody to be successful with their new New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals and make it a real long lasting uh, choice uh, so we've got a tool that we're going to share with you. We're going to open up and um, make Jerome our guinea pig. <laughs> As usual. As usual. <laughs> He's so wonderful about those things. He just, he, he just is ready to go with that. But welcome. I'm Lisa. I'm with CLCI. Uh, I, uh, I kind of own it. So there we go. I, yeah, I'm I'm wonderful with it because they always help me. So I'm never I'm never one to turn down help. So well, maybe sometimes, but uh, definitely not in this scenario. I'm excited for it. So whenever you already, you already filled it out, right? I did. Uh, I did. Yeah, we yeah. It out. So what we're speaking about is uh, what Lisa mentioned. I'm gonna put cool. it in the comments yeah. right now. Uh, I'll be rocking out with rather than going with a usual New Year's resolution list. This will be something that. Uh, I'll be trying to stick true to, so I can go ahead and start talking about that. Um, and I'm I'm just still doing a little sharing over here, but oh. so let's talk about like um, I I'm gonna pull it up uh, some some New Year's resolution stats. Let's let me. How about you guys? Did you guys set New Year's resolutions this year? I don't because I don't stick to them. <laughs> yeah, I I try and stay away from New Year's resolutions. Have you always tried to stay away from New Year's resolutions, or what led you to start going? I'm not doing the New Year's resolution thing. That's not really what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, so I tried it a couple times, and what I realized is most times, I mean, when it, when you go from not doing something to immediately jumping into doing something or progressing towards something. Um, all at once, it becomes really difficult to manage. And I realized I just dropped the ball on it because once I'm done, I'm like, you know what, whatever. I, I didn't I didn't complete it. So uh, we'll try again next year, which is a terrible way to think about it. But 
that's sort of what happens a lot of times, right? Like you just, once you mess it up, you're like, you just give up on it. You go, yeah. eh, whatever. Um, you look around and you see everyone else has kind of moved on from theirs as well. You know, the gym starts emptying and you're just like, all right, oh, I guess it's okay for me too. Um, and and uh, I was reading, when I was reading up on the stats for this, it's, they say that um, one in seven people going into like setting their resolution, don't believe that they're going to, they're like, I'm not, I'm just going to set it, but I'm not, I'm, it's not, never going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> um, that I think just, that number is higher. I, yeah, I, would, I would say so too. Like yeah, they're I didn't being that. conservative. They're being very conservative. I know for me, when I'm back in the history of who I am, I did set, you know, New Year's and like, of like my, many and most people were doing the New Year's health kick concept. I would go and I would be consistent and then I would get like the flu and then I would stop going so, to the gym and, and not get back on. Your, your resolution was gym related then typically, right? Is that, but so, um, uh, what were you, when you made your resolution, what was it about Jerome? Uh, so thinking back, it probably would have been gym related as well. Um, I think the last time I did it was back when I was in college. So I'm more than certain it had to have been gym related um, and health related as far as like food is concerned as well. Yeah, the high, they say, it says that, that most most are related. The most of all of them is, is exercise more. And then second to that is save money, um, eat healthier, lose weight, reduce stress, get more sleep, stick to a budget, focus on my spiritual growth, travel more and learn a new skill. And those are what the most common um, uh, kind of New Year's resolutions are out there. I didn't set one. I didn't, I haven't set one in years, in years. Because it just felt, it feels like setting yourself up for failure. It really does. Like, it just, it's, I don't think I'm going to do it. And so why even, and I, I also felt like some empowerment, not being part of the, the, the many. Um, <laughs> so. No, I'm um, not going to lie. I think that might be why I don't do it anymore a bit either. Yeah. yeah. And that's not to say that we don't set goals. We don't set yeah. things to aspire towards. Just not about New Year's being the end all be all when that has to happen. Well, and that brings us to, so, so this year for CLCI Live, our lives here, what we do here every Tuesday at four, we will be having themed months this year. So uh, this month's theme is goal setting and it was New Year's resolutions that led us here. And um, today we are gonna actually, the tool that it, I dropped it in the chat, Anthony Lopez says, my New Year's resolution is write more, by the way. <laughs> um, we'll help you with that. <laughs> uh, so um, my, well, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so this, this week, this month will be goal setting, which is exciting. We're gonna do everything we talk about this month will be about goal setting. Um, today, the tool we shared is one that is, it's an alternative to setting resolutions that, that pretty much 92% of the time they say fail. Often in the, a lot of them in the first three weeks uh, of, of the month of January, people, and then they just give up. They go, eh, I don't care. What do you think are the reasons that people, um, think that their resolutions fail? Like what do people, what excuses or what reasons do they say, well, what what keeps them from, from following through with their resolutions? Well, I said one, I got sick, so yeah. I didn't have the wherewithal to just get back on. I think that's the big one is life happens, right? And then once it mm -hmm. does- um, No commitment. There, is, there isn't really a, a, a theme to really roll with to kind of, get back on track after you've kind of fallen off of track. Um, 
So like I mentioned earlier, kind of when, you know, when it happened when I was doing, when I did it a few years ago, uh, you know, I was like, let's let's try again next year, I guess it kind of, it it just, it's, it felt like you, you broke the ceremony of it all. And you're just like, you know, what's the, what's the point of continuing? Linda Husser, Linda Husser, um, who's watching, hi, Linda, says their why isn't strong enough. And that is actually, that is very true. That's something week three, we're going to do when to use why uh, will be our topic for week three. Uh, Very true. That emotional relevance is very key to your goal. Um, Most people think this is what they think. It isn't necessarily the reason is that they're lacking in willpower, um, that they they are forgetful and they lose track. They, they lack self-control or they think they're lazy and that's why they don't, which is kind of like a lot of negative self-talk. <laughs> um, um, the tr- well, excuses. They're, it's excuses to say that I'm not doing this, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, and, and they bought into the excuse. I bought into the excuse when I was doing that. Uh, well, absolutely. And that's, and it makes you, you know, it's, it is what it is, right? But the, the reason that people actually fail, what, what reasons do we think that people don't the real ones make their goals. Yeah, lack of commitment. Yeah, like I agree. Um, lack of, like she said, lack of the why isn't strong enough, that emotional relevance. Um, they're not ready for the change. They want the change, but they're not prepared for it. They're not um, invested fully yet, right? Or um, they have the gung-ho thing going on, which is something we mentioned a, a moment ago, and there's not enough uh self-reflection and outward research so that i like to use the word macro micro investigation yes i agree i think there's a a goal that is set but the path isn't laid down yet so there's not a a definite the uh, the breaking it down into little bits um they need a coach (laughs) that's the marathon not a sprint thing right you go into it thinking it's a sprint when you're actually running a marathon um and and so people will make goals that are often too too lofty or they'll hold themselves to standards that are too high and then they end up failing and they just give up when if they had just you know taken it a little bit at a time and slow and steady wins the race um they would have uh probably stuck with it um the other reasons is uh, paralysis by analysis people think too much they get too lost in their heads with how to do it um and want to be perfect Um, they also uh they don't here's a big one no accountability if you don't have accountability you don't you don't keep your goals going (laughs) you know um and that's that's i mean that's true across the board with with most i mean all things i think we have to be accountable um once we once we're alone we just do whatever we want it doesn't matter we're like uh, unless people are watching (laughs) we're not behaving That's not to say everyone. There are some people that are highly committed, highly able to be um, motivated, self-motivated, and stick to the guns. The majority of us, I think, we need tools and techniques that help us stay committed and allow us to build um, that connection to whatever our goal is. I will say that everybody is self-motivated and capable of being it, and everybody is at one time or another. It depends on the situation because I'm, I'm very self-motivated in many ways. Like, but there are some things that I'm just like, 
it's like pulling teeth, you know, <laughs> um, it really is. And it's just, I, I have to, and that is when like my out that, cause you could be inwardly motivated or out externally motivated. And that my external motivation comes like with cleaning my house. I'm fine <laughs> with my house getting messy until somebody's coming over. And then it's like, okay, I better clean, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is not a good way to live. I have to fix that. <laughs> That's my resolution right there. I keep my house clean. <laughs> and the file. Filing. Oh yeah, you hate filing. <laughs> I don't know why. I used to be an amazing filer, but these days not so much. Well, I just got rid of paper. I every no more paper. I do it all digital now. And if it's paper, I just and I, I scan it or take a picture of it and call it good. I just can't. I'm I'm saving trees. <laughs> um, oh, really? Because you already had the paper to start with. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's already too late. <laughs> but. Um, I was, they cut a, side note, they cut a tree down next door to my house and I was incensed and I was like, I did not know I was a tree hugger, but I am like, I had no clue. I was, I was, it was also very loud and obnoxious at, at wee hours in the morning, but still that tree, that poor tree, I still feel bad for it. That was a committed tree. It, that tree had been there for longer than those people had been alive. It was a little, it made me mad. <laughs> so there's, there, I mean, that even that analogy or that a metaphor of thinking about our commitment like a tree grounding the roots that doesn't happen all at once mm -hmm. building of the trunk you know it starts off real thin and real small as it's growing it builds right it builds yeah. small ways to get and it takes time out. trees i mean it's it's one of those things it's not uh, you cannot you cannot expect to go into anything and have it happen overnight because you're not going to have developed the skill set and the tools to support the overnight success and it's going to fail so you have to go through all the trials and tribulations because that is growth and learning and it, it equips you for your later successes and if you remember uh, even in level one we talked about that one to ten concept or ten to one it, that ratio of if you're here what's that next step that you want to go and a lot of people go i want to be a 10 when they're at a two and that's what we're talking about if you don't go typically on rare occasions yes but typically the average is you don't go from two to ten you may go from two to four maybe even five or maybe even 2.5 but if you think of it this way like if i had no we'll do cats if I had zero cats and I went from zero cats to 10 cats overnight oh my god I would go crazy <laughs> I don't want to get past two cats but um, if I had to it's the same thing but you you would want to slowly take those those cats in so you can equip yourself for them <laughs> well, think of foster kids right we've had some groups that are helping parents with fostering children oh yeah so from no children to fostering three to four children, definitely need some support along that way to understand how that the stress on your system and to release that stress. So you apply that to business. Easy. You gotta you yeah. gotta build up slowly. Like you, uh, there was this actually great ad I saw recently where this guy's wearing like fifty hats on his head, and each ad he's talking about growing his business, and with each. He said, so the first thing I did was I figured out what my product was going to be. And then I figured out how to get that up and manufacture it and out. And then, but then I passed that off to somebody else and he took his hat off. And then he's, then I had to figure out how to market it. And then I did. So as a business owner and a, C, a CEO, he had to first go through all of those steps himself to learn them himself before he 
had the 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 equipment, the money, the the capability to hire somebody else. I don't know why my camera's blurry um, to, to to do the job, but the first step was him doing it himself so that he could be a successful CEO later. And that that is very much the nature of business. At some point, if you're your business owner, you're going to be involved in every facet of it. Um, so back to our reasons. Another reason people fail besides no uh, that was no accountability. They don't track their progress. They don't, um, uh, that is, it's such, so important to track progress. It's just like when you're dieting, right? You get on the scale or you measure yourself, uh, you know, you take your measurements and you're tracking that. You're like, I'm losing weight. My clothes are looser. It's a way to track your progress, but the same thing applies and it motivates you, right? When you've lost, if you want to, and you lose a little bit, you get motivated. And I always say that if I start working out, I always start eating healthier. And then it's just because it's like, it's a, it's a rolling thing. Um, uh, That's why they take before and after pictures, because it reminds you where you started from to where you've gone. And I'm going to bring it to coaching. That's what we're doing with our clients is reminding them where they started. So to, to help find their motivation in the process, share with them where they've shared with us, they are, and that what they've done in accomplishments from here are there, to there. Are there any tools that we, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything that um, would be, it'd be interesting to put something together that's like, that gives you a tracking, like this is where you started and you do a snapshot sort of thing with your client. And then, um, so that then later they can revisit it. Um, you know, if it's writing a letter saying, this is where I'm at or whatever it may be, just to remind them of that progress. Cause I think that could be hugely beneficial with each step along the way. Um, when people get discouraged, with, it, would, it would serve to help with resilience, I would imagine. Um, There's a lot of a coaching books and a lot of uh, different uh, companies out there. Uh, I'm going to look at my phone because I can, for some reason, always blank out. And when I think of this group, I think it's called the Coaching Companion. Oh, okay. I think I know you've brought that up before. Yeah. I think it is Coach Companion is what Coach it is. Companion. Mm -hmm. um, so while that's a digital version, there's all kinds of different trackers that will help. Well, I was just looking up Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. clubhouse on, and it what was cool about it is it like broke it down into milestones and into like different things and it was really neat um uh so it just but that is keeping track of that progress is a big deal um and then the other thing is unrealistic goals which is kind of goes in the vein of, of running the marathon uh versus the sprint but setting goals that that you can attain now that's not to say that that there's something that's not possible like if you want to if you want to get to the moon and you're determined enough, you could probably find your way to the moon. <laughs> um, but when we talk about unrealistic goals, it's not about us judging somebody else that they're unrealistic. It's about us recognizing, is this a realistic process? What is it that I need to do? If I'm going to be a basketball star. <laughs> you're going to be a basketball star, Lisa? <laughs> I'm going to be. <laughs> What is it that I have to do to get myself towards that direction? Well, I have to learn what it means to be in basketball. I have to learn the terms. I have to learn the rules and regs. I have, I have a lot of groundwork to do, even really before I even get started trying to shoot that basket. I have to learn what it means to play on the team. So there's so many different aspects. We take it back to like the tree. There's so many different parts of a tree and in that tree, in anything that we try to accomplish, we have to be aware 
of all the moving parts and all the parts we don't have and then we're going to work towards yeah i think we certainly have a tool for that which is uh we, we went over in class today actually was what uh, tool smart goal. <laughs> what we have the smart goal tool which so yeah absolutely so, yeah you can go ahead and you want to make sure that you're filling out each section well and the life wheel is one that can help you determine what that emotional relevance and that that um uh need right that that where am I lacking? What do I want my goals to be? And and sort of it helps with that a great deal as well. Um, the executive coaching tools like the 360 and the 1010s, a lot of those are used to help motivate individuals to meet a criteria. So kind of the same thing as well. Um, so speaking of tools, we have put together a tool for this. Um, uh, and I also have some other fun tools we can go over as well. Do we want to do the sheet one first, or do we want to do some of the fun? I, I just want to bring this one up because I, I haven't read about doing this kind of goal setting before. I thought it was interesting. Backwards goal setting. Have you heard of backwards goal setting? Um, it's instead of, you know, it's it's similar to regular goal setting, but you think about what the far away, you know, what the final frontier is. Um, and instead of working forward, typically you work backwards from that. So what would be the step before my reaching my success and what would be the step before that? But it, it can be a very interesting way to reapproach your your planning that that breaking it up into micro versus macro um, a vision, essentially. Um, I just thought that was neat. <laughs> I use that one more than anything. The backward one? Yeah. I had it once I was when I was starting my business, um, uh, the gentleman I was dating at the time would would uh, he liked to tell me that I was not lily padding properly. Like um, he's like, you have to start at one lily pad and then go to the next lily pad and then go to the next lily pad. You can't be in ten lily pads ahead or on five lily pads. Like <laughs> I was like, okay, well I can kind of see the analogy there though. And like, um, it's like it's the building a bridge, right? Um, That's that game where you have the red line of circles the green and the yellow and you spin it and you have to put your left hand on red oh twister <laughs> yeah that. that's what i went to is twister <laughs> twister is it, that game can do i mean lisa lisa gets crazy you see that <laughs> um she plays twister i'm not going to say whether she's dressed or not <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Um, <laughs> and we, you just mentioned SMART goals, which stands for, Jerome, do you know what SMART goals stands for? Yes, um, not cheating here. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and then uh, time bound as well. Yeah, good job. Achievable or attainable, either way, but the A works and relevant and time bound. Well done, sir. Well, we, we just went over it today, so. Well, yeah, so it's fresh in your mind. <laughs> How many times have you gone over this? Probably uh, 50 or 60? No. <laughs> Too many. Um, there's also grow, which is an interesting one, which is goal, reality, options, and will. Um, and the goal is like, what do you want to do? Reality, where are you now? Options, what could you do? And what resources do you have? And then will, what will you do? And that's when you start to make the plans, which is interesting. I hadn't heard that one before. And then clear is another one. Collaborative, which is the desired goal needs. Oh, this is for teams. Uh, li uh, limited. There must be a time frame. Emotional. They must have relevance, which is similar to smart, right? Uh, appreciable. It, what is appreciable? While the goal can be large, the steps in between need to be small. There you go. And then refinable. And that's so that you can you can change it and adjust as you see need, needed. Um, <laughs> uh, 
there's another one. We'll, I'm going to save that one for later for next month. We're saving this for next month. Next month's going to be relationships month and relationships and rapport. <laughs> um, but so let's go over our tool, the tool that we provided everybody. And I'll, I'll throw it up on my screen really quick here so you guys can take a peek at it. Um, you can download it. The, there is a link in our comments if you want to download it. It's free to download. This is a tool. If you're a coach, you can use it in practice. If you're a human, you can use. If you're human. If you're human, you can use it in your human life. <laughs> um, can I use it in my alien life? No, you can't. Aliens cannot use this, this tool. It's not allowed. <laughs> um, so it should be here. You see it. This is um, a new approach to the new year. Uh, so instead of setting a, and I'm just, I'm just going to, that's what it looks like. We don't really need to keep it up. So I'm going to stop my share. Um, <laughs> uh, we, instead of setting a, a, a resolution that will ultimately fail uh, at least 92% of the time, that 8% though, you guys got it. Good for you. <laughs> um, they all have coaches. That's why. Uh, the, um, the, the, instead of that, why not set an intention word or a motto? for your year, an intention word or a motto. So let's all take a moment and think of what our, and I was trying and I, I didn't, I was coming up with blanks. I just, no clue. I was trying and I couldn't <laughs> blanks because I think I was fighting against the grain when I already know what my intention word is. Huh. Uh, I was trying to be, uh, I guess, just a little different, but I stuck with the one that I, I'm normally, what I try and stick through, not just for the year, but for my life is what I, what I so since you know, Anthony says, fact, coaches are not human. We <laughs> have all of our secrets. So what is your intention word then, Jerome? What, My intention what? word is balance. Balance, nice. That is, oh, that's a, that's a good one to have. But I'm, I'm actually doing a drawing that, that I've been, I'm going to finish one day and it's, 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 it's titled balance. Um, it's a woman um, standing on a, uh, the tip of a clock, like the hand of a clock. And she's, she's standing on her tippy toes with a, an, a, a parasol. And then she's got all these things that are like clinging onto her and trying to tip her over. Um, I think it, it's cool. The sketch is neat. I've got to finish it so at some point. <laughs> um, so balance, balance. Lisa, do you have yeah, when you think of balance, what are you what are you thinking of in that regard? Well, that's the next question. Why is this this word is important to you because oh. <laughs> it's important because I throughout life I've realized that um, when I approach things and I approach it without the intention of being balanced, a lot of my outcomes are unbalanced by nature at that point. And um, it's Usually it throws it being imbalanced in, in one particular area. Like I mentioned, it, it skews everything else. Everything else kind of uh, feels the effect of that. So uh, being balanced, uh, which is what I aspire to be on a regular basis, um, it allows me to not only, you know, tangibly see things line in order, um, I can mentally also be a lot more sound that's what I was going to ask you. So everybody, that's the one thing is when one person says balance, it can mean something completely different to another person. And so we know how, what is balance? How do you define balance for you? Balance um, overall in general, it would be synchronicity with um, the three major aspects of my life, which is uh, my social life, 
my work life, and then personal. So making sure all three of those, um, again, are balanced. And to get specific would mean that I'd have to talk about something specific because uh, even those three different um, areas of my life, you can speak, you can break those down and then speak about um, different criteria that balance each one of those. So for instance, my personal life, um, I'm not just speaking about sitting uh, by myself. I mean, uh, that would that would be like going and uh, exercising would be a personal um, goal that I would want to fulfill for my personal life. And then also creativity is something that I enjoy. So being creative, um, doing something creative and making and where sure- do you where do you categorize creative? Where do you put creative in in between? Is it social? Is it personal? Is it that's personal? That's definitely so. Like I like I mentioned, personal would break down into more things that I could balance within personal. So that would be, again, personal would be like exercise and uh, creative would be part of I my- put creative in work. That's why I, I, I creative, goes- <laughs> creative does funnel into there sometimes. I actually saw something the other day that um, was interesting. It's a study that mentioned if you allow too much of your, your uh, enjoyment and your true just like to your heart enjoyment to funnel into work, then it becomes work and then you lose- That is true. Uh, you know, your actual appreciation for it. So when I when I used to run a whole creative department um, and I would, my, I never drew, I never painted, I never on my own time, I never did personal art because I was having to do art at work all the time. And so it definitely suffered and it was, bummer but but at the same time I was always being pushed to do these not things that weren't me my personal I mean it is your work but it's it's for a particular reason but that definitely is true I I will say that's one of the reasons I said I would never cook I would never be a cook or a chef because I love to cook and I never want it to be work I never want cooking to be work for me ever um I want to save that it's also why I never worked at Disneyland because I always wanted to have one amusement park that that was like I could be a kid at. <laughs> so when we go back to what Jerome was saying, we can already see that there's multiple layers. As, as and I, apparently I'm, I'm stealing that metaphor of that tree. I'm sticking with that one because each piece you can see how it branches off from the other piece, and there's more pieces that are going to branch off of that. And at some point <clears throat> when we're doing this, and I know we've got more to go on with this process, but at some point we're going to need to have that focus. And when, as we get down to more focus, <clears throat> and that's where Brooke was talking about, and I call it macro, going from the bigger picture or going backwards from the big picture and those steps that sometimes being able to see those steps going backwards allows you to get into the micro or the smaller steps going forward so that you can build that vision more. Um, now is, is balance, is this a, a really a resolution and not a, a theme? I mean, mind you, is this something that you could end up failing at is my question, uh, just to be devil's advocate. Because when I'm just thinking motto or, or I mean, intention word, I, I mean, maybe, um, this is just, again, devil's advocate. Should it be something that is not um, a defining? Mean, I guess it's up to the person. You know, my, my word could be um, uh, motivated, right? Um, but that's, I mean, I guess the, uh, you can fail at that too. So, I mean, if I, if I had to choose, I was just trying. It could be um, 
smile. <laughs> um, uh, I but I mean, smile over here, right? You can, so you can go at any direction with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be don't kill people. And then I'm gonna, I'm good. That's the resolution though. That's more of a resolution than a motto. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> from there, so our next, we, we talked about the definition. We talked about um, uh, why it is important to him. Uh, my, my next question for you, Jerome, is um, I, I think it's, how are you gonna apply it? But let me make sure that that's what's next on the list here. Um, because I can't, I can't hit escape. My escape key doesn't. Yeah, yeah. How, how will I remind myself? Before that one, we have, I will remind myself of this word slash motto by. Hi. So how are you going to remind yourself throughout? Because you that's one of the things people forget. They, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of ways to do this too. Funny thing is I have one tattoo on my body and that is of a scale to actually Bert, uh, can we get PG-13? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. How is that PG-13? That's your shoulder. No, I just didn't want to like put <laughs> down or anything like that. <laughs> okay, but that is one way that uh, I try and, and I hardly even look at it anymore. I know that's my problem is I try, like I have patience on one thumb. I have strength on the other thumb. I have, uh, it, it's just like, but I don't even pay attention to them. <laughs> I don't even, it's like, I don't even notice. Um, it's, it, uh, you would think it would serve as a reminder, but it does not serve so much as a reminder. So Take it off Jerome. <laughs> Anthony says. When you use a tool like that to be a reminder, it's oftentimes to kind of get you in the flow of going through that process of understanding what that process is. So when you think of these things, do you guys feel like you understand if you were to say balance like Jerome is using and you've got the scale, do you understand what that process is? Have you used it before? I guess is what my question is. I, I think what it, when I remind myself of this theme by, well, just for that instance, you know, I have something, I say I see the tattoo. I think it reminds me of my why, not the how. how. Uh -huh. Yeah, or how to begin. I, I will say I use a tool for uh, when I'm Pika, um, which is, uh, it's a tool that I use to help with uh, anxiety, fear, uh, panic attacks. And the idea is the first physical symptom. And when I notice that first physical symptom, I wear copper bracelets. Um, and it's really, it's I, the color copper is my anchor, my thing to remind me that like, hey, you've got, you can, you can get out of this, you know, don't get lost in it. And having that tangible item on my wrist that I will, I'll put my fingers underneath it and I'll hold them. Um, it is such a, it is, I'm anchored to it. And it, it does help me in so many ways. Remind me, you can Pika, you can change the, you can how, this is how you do it. And I, um, but Lisa helped me anchor myself to that. So, um, uh, and that's, maybe that's a tool that you use uh, to help remind you of what your motto is, is to set, do an anchoring. Um, we should anchor Jerome to something. <laughs> well, that's what the tattoo was, but you were mentioning that you don't really see it. So that anchoring is to help you when you're especially getting started or to go reflect back when you need to pull it forward. So go ahead. Yeah, so so I filled out the sheet and something I did want to think of something in addition to uh, the tattoo. As I mentioned, it doesn't 
really uh, catch my attention as often as I'd like it to. Um, I think since I write things down every day, I write my tasks down every day, I think what I want to start doing is writing down my, my word, the theme, and start putting balance at the top of all my to-do lists. What, yeah, what if you put it on your desktop, your desktop screensaver thing, you know, like your wallpaper? And I, even know, I, I know I've been on my computer all day, but I can't even tell you what my background is. Yeah, it's just too many things in front of it. What it is. So I want to I actually be proactive in putting it uh, setting it as a part of my life. So I think if I write it down every day, like I said, instead mm -hmm. of putting to do, or maybe, you know, put balance and then to do uh, yeah. on the top of my to-do list. For Number one, right? <laughs> I always say I need big blinking signs. Like I literally want to put a giant TV up that blinks at me or something. Cause like to remind me, cause I, sometimes I feel like that's what I need. I need like a big blinking sign to remind me. Um, I mean, especially cause it's in those moments that usually mine is like focus slow down, <laughs> breathe. Um, and it's, uh, those are the moments that are hardest to remember to do those things like big blinking signs, please. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the times people will make what they call those vision boards. Dan's really good at making a vision board, but the piece about a vision board is it's not just, you look at it like an art picture. It's about what are the steps that it takes to achieve what you have on your vision board. So what are the steps when you're writing them down, when you're writing balance across the top of your paper, what are the steps, like um, Brooke was saying, that anchor you to that process so that you're in the doing of it? Uh, er, really quick, Ernest Washington says, Happy New Year, family. Happy New Year, Ernest. Good to see you. <laughs> um, uh, and then I just totally interrupted. So go back to what you were saying. <laughs> uh, for Wait, we're supposed to look forward, not go back. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'll move forward with the question that Lisa asked, which was, um, how do I ground myself, right, to that word? So with balance being something that I understand to be uh, very broad, uh, and it's not something that, you know, you can complete mm -hmm. in a matter of, you know, a, a sit-down session with yourself. Um, it's I not think something that you never complete. Either. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Yes, you're right about something that. you practice. It's something yes. you 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 do work at every day. It's a doing. Yeah. It's not a you don't finish and one day you're balanced for life. It's uh, you know, um, something you work at always. Um, ongoing process. <laughs> to ground myself, though, I think maybe just checking in with each of the three major ones that I did mention earlier. Yeah, just check in and sure that there is some work on some level being done for each one of the three. What when I'm on point, like when I know I'm doing good with whatever it is that I'm working on, it's when I wake up in the morning and I set my intention for the day, or I set my, you know, I say this is what my intention is today, whatever that may be, and then I usually try to meditate afterwards because then I can meditate with the intention in mind, um, and it it will set such a big difference of a day for me, and if I don't do that, then I work out and I put together a playlist that um, is in the theme of whatever it is. <laughs> and that, that I'm telling you, That's I have like cool. my motivational songs yeah. that yeah. like I have, th there are certain playlists that I use for different, like this is, uh, my life is gonna change today. I'm putting this playlist on <laughs> um, and it really does set a tone for me. <laughs> the other day we were listening to Eye of the Tiger 
There you go. See, there's a lot of motivational, like, go get it music out there. There really is. Um, I have um, one of my plays. Yeah, and it can, it's, music is proven to put you in a better mood, to motivate you, to get you moving. And it's a great tool to use to attach you back to your words. So is there a song that- We talked, we talked about music. We talked about writing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. about meditating. We, we didn't talk about prayer, but that's the same thing in a sense as meditating prayer. Are there other things that can assist with the doing of our intention word that we're working on? I think, well, again, that accountability thing, right? Having somebody that you, t uh, talking about it to everybody and because and, then you know you've shared it with people. And so... Oh you got to kind of stick with it, right? <laughs> um, uh, again, it's that, you know, when we're by ourselves, but when somebody else knows. <laughs> um. yeah, I agree. Um, I am fortunate to have some friends who have some uh, similar aspirations in mind. So especially one of them being um, trying to be active uh, whenever, you know, we're pretty much in contact with each other on a regular basis. And whenever I see one of them, you know, just completed a workout, I'm like, okay. I got some noise outside the room. I'll be right back. But yeah, so that's the accountability partner. And the, another accountability partner, again, it goes back to writing, but having a journal, having like a, a daily journal that you do an entry in and you go, okay, this is where I'm at and tracking. This is actually, if you've ever heard of mood tracking, um, the people who struggle with uh, depression and things like that will often be asked to do a mood tracker. And it's where they basically just put up in the top right corner between one and 10 where their mood is at each day and they have to sit and think about it. But what's really cool about it is after 30 days can go by and they can be like, man, I feel like I've been depressed. But then they flip back through and they go, actually, wait. And just by seeing the number and seeing that they weren't at a two every single day, it can make a big difference in 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 them their view and perspective of of, of what's going on in their life. Um, I like that. So yeah. yeah, that's that's really cool. You could put you could do a balance tracker, like <laughs> yeah. you know. Actually, no, that's a really great idea. <laughs> and I mean, you could even break it down into three areas too. You know, you could yeah. say this exactly. today. I'm here in social. I'm here in this. And I'm here in work. And you can do it in the morning with what your intention is, and then at the night with what you actually where it was actually at and that's again that's another way to hold yourself accountable is to do a check-in in the morning and a check-in at night right there's actually and i can't think of who it is you guys out there in uh, facebook land will probably know who he is it's a he he had become very motivated by doing just that that he would actually have three check-ins the setup for the morning to check in, you know, in his midday, whatever that midday was for him to see where he fit in. And it's not like he had to do it. He said it's only five minutes. Is it the bullet journal? Is that what you're thinking of? I, I don't even remember, honestly, um, but it could be. Uh, I've gathered so much information. I don't know, even know where all of it comes from. <laughs> the, 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 but the idea is to set that intention, like you're talking about the balance, that word and, and what that tracker is going to be for the day and he said for five minutes in that midday I'm going to check in to see where I am on my accountability piece I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time or a lot of emotion I'm just going to check it to see what I have to um, or I can accomplish for that rest of the day and then at the end of the night he reviews again and he only spends 10-15 minutes if I recollect that correctly 
and reviewing the day. So it's not beat yourself up. It's not, oh my gosh, I did not accomplish this. I cannot believe it. Oh my God. That's not what it's for. It's to just help track, like you're saying, what was it uh, um, he was able to accomplish during that day, what he needs to put on his list for tomorrow, and then start that day over again. Again, not beat up, not, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't do that. It's just to keep it moving and keep it in the doing and keeping that accountability, self-accountability piece. But it, and it also helps you again, track your progress, right? You can see, okay, I'm doing, I was, I was at twos, you know, a month or two ago every day. I'm at fives every day today. So if I keep going, I could be at sevens pretty soon. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I think it's a great tool and it's something simply done. You can do it at the top of your to-do list, right? You can do it at the, um, just have, three little boxes or whatever and you just number what that is um but we got to move on we have a, we have about uh eight minutes left um the next one is how are you going to apply this balance what are tangible the tangible steps give us a couple tangible real life ways you are going to apply balance into your life <laughs> so um one of those like i mentioned i filled it out i well first off i want to mention that i really like what you just kind of brought to light for me was the check-in pretty much for the balance, which I did sort of kind of write down. I mentioned, let's see, let me pull it up. Um, creating a schedule, wrong one, a weekly assignment and weekly preview. So pretty much uh, not, yeah. So giving myself uh, at the beginning of the week um, task to kind of fulfill, to complete that balance. And then at the end of it, reviewing whether or not, you know, that went well, and then previewing for the next week, um, how, you know, you can adjust and provide a better path to be accessible to that type of balance that I'm, I'm looking for. There's a great, I just thought of this. There's an amazing, I use it. So it's a tool that I use for having ADHD. Um, Cause a lot of people with ADHD struggle with being able to stay on task or being able to keep that focus. And um, there's a tool, it's called Momentum. And it basically, it, you, it just, you put like, you can put what your intention is for the day. And that is anytime you open up your Chrome, it's an extension for Chrome, that is what comes up on the screen automatically. So it's there. I mean, so every time you access the internet, it's there to remind you, um, which is kind of, it's very cool. I've been, my whole life, I've been searching for a, uh, something that will do put my lists on my my wallpaper and like I can check it off as I go. <laughs> like I would love that more than anything in the world I, I bought a smart tv just so I can get, use an ipad not an ipad like a tablet so I can project my list to the, to the tv because <laughs> I swear big blinking signs is what I need um <laughs> uh so uh, Jerome you were so you're gonna do the check-in and then the well not the check-in but the um what did you call it exactly your plan uh, I, I don't know why i said assignment i must have i like it though it's uh, i do like it too which is why i rolled with it but i meant weekly assessment oh, okay um, originally is what i had put down but in addition to that i think what is what really spoke to me um because i took a second to fill this out i kind of sat and thought about it and um Creating a schedule that doesn't only include my needs slash has to be done, mm -hmm. but also my aspirations and wants, which kind of, um, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, it allows me to focus in areas that um, I 
probably would usually neglect um, more so, you know, like personal uh, balance because I have this to-do list of things that have to get done and I'm totally neglecting all these other things that aren't on the list. But if I go ahead and list some of those things that are personal to me and um, not necessarily has to get done, but to me, I think would be very, uh, you know, something that's critical in getting done. If I were to put that on the list rather than just always um, having in the back of my head, I want to do this, I want to do this. I, if I have time, I can get to this. Start adding it to my to-do list and start putting it down as something that is necessary so that I do achieve what I, what I see as balance, which I didn't mention earlier. At the end of the day, really, balance to me is happiness. And um, I think that you know, that would help in the long run for that. I, I have gone as far as to schedule like, like, you have 30 minutes to get ready, brush your teeth, brush your hair. Then you have, <laughs> and I never stick to it. And I just throw it out the window. Like um, it's just, at some point I just go, nope. <laughs> um, uh, but, but I do love the idea of putting on your calendar, you know, things that you want to do that are fun, that are important to you to have that fulfilled and well-rounded life um, and self-care. I mean, bath time starts at eight. <laughs> I want to also bring to notice that as Jerome is sharing his goal setting list that we're going through, he came down to what the definition of his balance was, and that was happiness. It's not rushing the process because he hadn't quite gotten what that definition is, but it got him through thinking about, you know, how he wanted to balance out his, um, social work and professional side of things while that wasn't the definition that was the beginning of him trying to unfold what this all meant for him and why sometimes it takes a little longer for coaching sessions to happen now sometimes what will happen in a coaching session if we're trying to do a it's not speed coaching but we have a shorter block of time um, which is very popular in the industry we might just ask him what what one focus of those will help him create that happiness when we're in coaching. But I know we don't have time. Keep going. No, I think we because we talked we covered the last one on the list is how will you track this? And we think we have oh, covered okay. that. Um, and the one thing though I do want to note is in all of this, even with the motto, with the make sure it's relevant, make sure you have fun with it and forgive yourself. Like, don't beat yourself up if you don't, it's okay. You know, it's, it's, you, if you do the littlest thing, it counts the littlest thing at any moment. Um, one of the things I like to say is uh, we can be anything we want at any time. In, in this moment, I can choose to be a completely different person. So if I wasn't balanced five minutes ago, I can be balanced right now, darn it. <laughs> um, and yeah so it just don't beat yourself up just just keep progressing and keep choosing to to move through it um i think that that is that is critical is that forgiving yourself aspect um i think that for me one of the biggest reasons that people don't get their new year's resolutions is because they do misstep and then when they misstep they just they give up or they beat up on them beat themselves up and we don't want that to happen <laughs> so that's why having a fun motto could be you know kind of or, or tagline like i don't know 
You guys haven't come up with yours yet. No, uh, -uh. I'm like, I'm thinking, um, yeah, pants off, dance off might be mine, but that's not exactly, um, and that just takes me to other places. So, um, I really have not. I have not. Although I, there are lots of things I could. I it's to the idea of narrowing it down to a single yeah. concept. But I I'm going to. Darn it! I'll yeah. let you guys know next week. <laughs> it's not a rush process and it shouldn't be so maybe that's what it needs to be just take your time that really that is I'm, that is mine right there it's it's um slow down breathe 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 yes breathe i'm gonna i mean just give it there's no rush there's no fire there's no you're okay just get through it move you know move through the process don't have to be running all the time so sometimes if we fall off the wagon is it worth right it's not about jumping back on the wagon where we were at necessarily it could be but if it's prohibiting us from going forward and getting back on the wagon it's about let's take a take a look at making that step maybe not quite so big and so those are the things that you want to encourage your clients, helping your clients get through that as well. So Jerome, if for some reason you were to fall off thinking about your balance and what that means to you as your happiness, part of that building is going to be what if you fall off that routine? How will you help yourself get back in? Which is the remind myself, right? So it kind of pulls it back into doing this process again well and that's the pre being prepared for all you know uh, so that's the SWOT analysis <laughs> of, of that um uh Jerome do you feel like you can proceed with your your motto your <laughs> intention for the year absolutely because we I should check in with you every month and see how your balance is doing we could be your accountability partners <laughs> I think you guys already do that on some level. No, but I think we should do it live. Like you should, we should oh. have Jerome's balance check-in moment. Uh, we could all do it. <laughs> um, yeah. How are you doing with breathing? But I mean, we could all be little accountability partners for each other the first week of every month. <laughs> like I think we should. I've been putting it on the list. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's our time is up, guys. Um, uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, and so don't set New Year's resolutions unless you want to fail. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, try setting something else like an intention or a motto. Uh, and if you do set them and you don't make it, don't get disheartened. Just just get up and keep going. Try again. You can have a new year every month, every week. You can. It's okay. Every hour, uh, every minute. Anyways, um, those of you guys watching out there, this is Certified Life Coach Institute. We train life coaches in three days. Um, and also we do these fun lives here every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Uh, make sure you share the tool or check out the tool we have in the comments, share, like, all of that good stuff and check out Certified Life Coach Institute. Thank you for watching. We appreciate you and have a happy new year, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into today's episode. Once again, this is brought to you by Certified Life Coach Institute. We're an ICF accredited school who certifies our life coaches in three-day online intensive courses. In addition to other podcast episodes, feel free to check us out every Tuesday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time 
on YouTube or Facebook for our CLCI Lives, where we get together and discuss various topics that are centered around sharpening your skills so you can become a better certified life coach. For more information, feel free to visit us at certifiedlifecoachinstitute.com. Until next time, be well.